Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast starring Tim Dow on News Talk ZB. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, the next uh, epidemic, pandemic, viral disaster on its way to New Zealand. Um, so that's, that's nice, isn't it? Uh, Biden's got one of the existing ones and uh, what's happened to video stores? Where, where have they all gone? But before any of that, uh, Kiwi built, looks like they actually might be finally building some houses. Wow. The government making yet another attempt to fix housing and interfering with its multi-billion dollar fund for housing infrastructure now officially up and running. Seven regional schemes putting in all the basic stuff you need to support a subdivision. And you've just heard the minister insisting this is not doubling up or even tripling up on work that should be paid for by developers or by the local bodies that have charged the earth for a building consent. If you've ever gone that road you'll know because you pay a development contribution that's meant to cover your slice of this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's expected, basically, this will lay the groundwork for about 8,000 homes over the next 20 years. 8,000. Some way, you'd think, from the Kiwi Build promise, what was that, 100,000 new homes so far, nearly six years in, and we got how many? Well, I checked this morning, the most recent number the minister has given, and that was last month, 1,365 New Zealand families are, she says, now in Kiwi-built homes. Magnificent. Another 856 homes still under construction, just waiting for the jib, I think, against a target of 100,000 in 10 years. If I was going to be mean-spirited about this i might do the maths and project how many uh, if this is as successful as kiwi build on the time scale how many we might actually expect to come out of this new approach but i won't do that all i will say is that we might have done an awful lot better overall on new builds if we'd freed up the land at the very start and gone this way from the very start okay so if you thought this was going to be an all good news uh, podcast today Think again. Uh, the foot and mouth thing. People are getting more and more and more and more and more and more and more worried about it, even though there's still not really any sign that it's made its way out of Indonesia yet. But um, Tim, super worried. The government is spending more than two million a week on advertising, and something that's a bit too much. Signs that mortgage you might want uh, could be achievable again. The banks are adjusting. The housing infrastructure fund is up and running. Minister Megan Woods on this later. In New Zealand Chief Greg Foran as well this morning on the swathe of weather cancellations. And speaking of weather, insurance uh, payouts set a new record. More on that before seven o'clock. Foot and mouth, this is really scary, isn't it? It's good to know the Ministry for Primary Industries has been on the front foot since it turned up in Indonesia. We've got staff there on the ground dishing out disinfectant sprays and making sure the virus doesn't get onto anything that's headed this way from there. There's also foot and mouth in China and Malaysia, and now it's turned up on goods in Australia. Foot and mouth affects all cloven-hooved animals, so your cows, pigs, deer, sheep, highly infectious, and the only way to get rid of it is basically to destroy the animal, entire herds of them. Remember that big outbreak in Britain 20 years back? Six million animals burned in big pyres. Cost to the country there £8 billion. For us, 
it could be even worse. The ANZ has warned that export markets would go down overnight, $50 billion at risk, something we just don't need right now. Auckland Airport's already rolling out new measures to keep the virus away. Foot mats with a fluid to kill it because it can survive on your shoes for 24 hours. We do not have, thankfully, direct flights from Indonesia, but even so... They're checking all the arrival cards. Every person coming from a place where there is foot and mouth goes through separate checks. Thing is, all this relies on people being honest, and you've only got to watch a Border Patrol show to show an awful lot of people aren't honest. The Aussies reckon foot and mouth fragments on meat there got in by somebody coming from China not declaring what they had. So far, just fragments, and they can't transmit the disease. Close one, though. Our own experience with COVID confirms how these so-called high-trust models are very much open to abuse. With everything that's at stake, from an outbreak of foot and mouth, this is no time to skimp on costs or cut corners. We just have to keep it out. Of course, uh, by now I'm sure you're well aware uh, Biden uh, tested positive overnight. Um, Not to foot and mouth, to the other one. Uh, exactly which one? Not clear. Fox News have very kindly and generously, uh, because you know how much they love him, produced a graphic listing some of the president's health issues. Biden health history. Fox News um, lists uh, a number of different things. Uh, he suffers from persistent atrial fibrillation. That's something to do with your heart, I think. Um, he also had a mild hachial hernia, which doesn't sound very nice at all, seasonal allergies, diverticulosis, which is to do with your stomach tract uh, and your pipes inside, your plumbing inside, non-melanoma skin cancers removed, uh, and he's on a couple of medications. Also, apparently, the president suffers occasional GERD. Uh, who doesn't? <laughs> G-E-R-D. Uh, this is becoming... More frequent. He's getting more girdy. There's nothing worse than more frequent GERD. A touch of GERD. And you ask yourself, well, what the, what on earth is GERD? Have you not heard of GERD? No, but you will hear it. If, you've, if somebody's got it, you'll hear it. You know, without wishing to be, you know, um, inelegant about this, because uh, we are talking about medical matters here, without uh, wishing to be unnecessarily crass... Uh, if if you've got a bit of GERD, it it, it kind of sounds like that, I think. <laughs> exactly. So the president, the president, <laughs> more uh, frequently these days as well. So it will be an increasing problem. Um, is a, is from time to time he gets a bit GERDy. <laughs> it's acid why, why reflux. Are, yeah, it's just acid reflux. Why don't they just call it acid reflux? <laughs> Well, it's, we had to look it up to, to figure out what it was. Uh, but I wonder if it's actually an acronym uh, for something beginning with gastro. Because then, of course, that would relate, wouldn't yeah, it, believe, to the whole I believe, idea. I believe it is. They, they had a press conference about Biden being positive this morning. Yes. And it went for, Did seemed I? like, almost an hour. <laughs> I don't gone. understand. They, just, they could have just gone out there and said, look, everybody's look. got it. Um, Got a touch of bat flu. He's the president. He's getting some pretty there good health advice. So yeah. don't worry, guys. See you later. But no, no. People were asking questions like, oh, yeah. where did he get it? Okay. And, and of course, the doctor goes, well, I don't know because how would you know? <laughs> and how, how's his good whilst we're on the president's health?
Well, they, f- they, they did ask about the medications that he's on, which mostly seem to be of for course. cholesterol, uh, which he is now off because he's uh-huh. on the, the, anti, um, the anti-COVID well, yeah. medication at the moment. Well, there you go. More than you wanted to know about uh, President Biden's health at News Talk ZB. Yeah, like I say, they also wanted to know uh, what kind of COVID it was, which, which variant. Like, he literally had tested positive a, a, a few hours earlier. The doctor pointed out that, yes, he is the president, so they'll probably get those test results back relatively quickly, but it still takes about a week. Uh, how long have these been, the reporters been covering this disease? Anyway, got to love a bit of Fox. Um, we're going to uh, finish up here uh, with news that video stores, if they weren't already an endangered species, they're super endangered now. All the ins and the outs, it's The Biz on the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. One business not to be in for quite a while now is the video store game. The number of them continues to dwindle. We used to have hundreds. We're down to just a handful. Tomorrow, the United Shop in Whangarei will close, Northland's last video store. The owners say at the end of the year, the lockdown dwindled their already diminishing customer base and, of course, streaming services have really killed that sector. Owner Tanya Cooper says there is a bit of a nostalgic pang in losing the store, but now that families don't watch things together anymore, she realised the writing was on the wall. The other side of it, uh, people also don't realise, she says, is it another gateway being closed for locally made movies to be picked up. There's no real New Zealand category on the streaming sites so far. So only three traditional video stores remain in all of New Zealand. If you want to rush into one, there's one in Morrinsville, there's one in Masterton, and there's one in Invercargill. The decline of the video industry, once uh, such a popular outing, you know, takeaways and a video, wonderful night in, no longer. Yeah, so if video killed the radio star, what killed the video store? And I would suggest that it's that long before things like streaming came along and, you know, watching... Uh, movies online it was actually the libraries I, I blame libraries because I know I certainly used to go to the library and get my DVDs out for free from the library instead of going to the video shop surely they've still been doing a little bit of business um, hiring out games to people but I guess not enough I'm Glenn ZB some things uh, weren't meant to be forever um, including this uh, podcast no, it, there won't be one next week don't worry, I'm just trying to freak you out. I'm away on holiday next week. I'll be back in a week's time. See you in August.